Well, Kurt, we want to welcome Greg uh, with us here this morning. Greg is on our long-term residential program. And, Greg, we're just thankful that uh, you're here with us this morning. Thank you. Well, as we were talking a little bit, uh, Greg, can you scoot? Just, yeah, that's good. Um, just wanted to reposition you uh, so everybody can hear. But while we were talking this morning, um, mentioned that uh, you're not originally from the Buckeye State. Tell us a little uh, bit about uh, where uh, No, I'm not. I'm from Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's by Philadelphia. So, yeah, you actually grew up in Reading, Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, and we're going to kind of start there, uh, Greg, and then kind of walk through to how did you end up in the Buckeye State here. So let's talk a little bit about uh, your upbringing in Reading, Pennsylvania, and kind of what, what the environment was for you. Okay. Well, I grew up at home uh, in Reading, PA, with an alcoholic father, and uh, there was a lot of abuse. And uh, he was like a functional alcoholic. But, you know, he was an alcoholic. Um, and then I left at the age of 18, went on my own, became homeless, did a lot of drugs, and uh, wound up in uh, Akron, Ohio. Mm. It's going to sound like a silly question because I think I know the answer to it, but did you intend to be homeless when you left home? Oh, no. I didn't have the intention, no. And I... And I I guess that um, I don't think any of our uh, men uh, do expect that, obviously, wouldn't plan that. But um, it's just always uh, very sobering to me to think about what takes place uh, that, that a person would become homeless. Again, that was never your intention. When you left home at 18, what, what did you see yourself doing? Obviously, it wasn't becoming homeless, but what did you see yourself doing? Well, I'd be, uh, becoming a productive uh, citizen. Uh, sure. You know, I was, I was working, and I had a pretty good job. You know, I was doing good, and uh, drugs just got in the way. Yeah. Well, you know, Greg, talking about your father, obviously played a, you know, the what the role of what was going on between you? You have a sister. Yes. Um, and you're you're the oldest. You told me and right. your sister's about a year younger than you, and your mom all really experienced the abuse. You said your father worked a full time job at a company. I think you mentioned a paper mill. Yes. And then it was after work when things got tough for you guys. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Was there um, was there um, like a, a, your father w- was would he be drunk then or something at, uh, yeah, at home he, yeah he would come home and then yeah he'd be drunk and then you know have words with us or whatever and you know be abusive uh, mostly towards my mom and uh, it's yeah, probably hard not to feel that I mean you, you can't be like well I'm separate here from it's it's all under the roof right right yeah so when you leave at 18, obviously you, you left to kind of escape a lot of that environment. Is that correct? Yes. Went out to work. Now, you mentioned about the, the drugs. Those actually came into your life while you were still at home. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Okay. Yeah, it all started in uh, junior high school. You know, I got into the wrong crowd and, you know, experimenting here and there with a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then it just led into uh, 
uh, worse are things, you know, the, the bigger drugs. Yeah. And and did that start consuming all your money? Oh yes, it took everything. Yeah. And so when the when the money ran out, then there was no place uh, for you to go. Eventually, it caught up to you. Right. So being in uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, then you come into the Buckeye State. Let's talk about coming into the Buckeye State because you've been here for how many years? Ah, uh, for one year. So you you came in here for one year. Yeah. And what brought you in here? Uh, actually, I came in Ohio for, to the Salvation Army. Okay. In Akron. And then Salvation Army wasn't really what I was looking for, so I went. So I came here to the Haven Arrest, and I joined the program here. When you came to the uh, Haven, uh, now did you first come into the day room area? Uh, yes, I was in the shelter part. Yes. Okay. And then uh, they were over there talking to me about the program there. Okay. All right. Well, you know it's interesting, Kurt. You know. It's, I'm always amazed how people uh, come into this program, Haven of Rest, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they, they'll end up, their first stop is maybe the emergency shelter across the street. Uh, but you, uh, your contact of, uh, person was Keith Snodgrass, who works in our day room. Correct. And he's the one that recommended you to come into the long-term program. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. And in saying all that, one of the things before the interview we were talking about, one of the things that attracted you to about the Haven Arrest, because you never knew about the Haven Arrest, was the spiritual aspect. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So you come over to, and who's your person that you talk to when you come over here for the program? Uh, I talked to uh, Jesse, I think it was. Yep, Jesse. Well, you mentioned uh, your interest in the um, spiritual what are some of the uh, ways that, spiritually speaking, that you've been fed spiritually? Um, mostly by classes, by the groups, because we have a bunch of groups, you know, in the during the day, um, and by uh, just by talking to people, just talking about you know to Jesse or Jason, you know. Well, you know. You came in in the, you've been here for almost five months. And as you talked to Jesse, he probably explained a little bit about the program. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, you would be working and being taught with other men as well. So those first couple weeks, uh, probably, uh, how were those for you? First couple weeks of actually coming onto the program and kind of getting familiar with what, what's happening over here. Uh well, actually, I was kind of used to being in these programs anyways, because you know, I've been in these programs before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I got I got used to it real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, in your – let me go back just for a second to the, the spiritual. I'm going to just camp here for a second. Um, tell, tell me about some of the classes that you have uh, been participating in. Okay, well – we're doing this one class right now called the Conquer Series, and I think that's a real good, real good lesson there. Is uh, is uh, Jason teaching that? Um, yes. Okay. And um, what 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 are a couple ideas that have come out of of that class that may have uh, impacted you? Maybe you didn't think of it that way before or know about it. Well, 
I think it's a, to learn about like sexual sins, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that was uh, it was a good class about sexual sins and you know what to do and what not to do. Yeah, another probably talks about I'm sure Conquer series probably talks about addictions. Yes. Overall, and how to overcome those addictions. Now, it's interesting, Greg, talking to you. You really did not have, growing up, uh, there was not church in the family at all. Is that right? No, there wasn't. And you mentioned you would go maybe on an occasion, uh, maybe once, a couple times a year, but it was not a regular thing in your, your household. Right. So in saying all that and going through the programs that, sh- that you've been through, uh, that brought you up, up to uh, this point, when we talk about the spiritual, I mean, where do you feel God is at in your life right now? What are you learning about Him? Well, right now I feel pretty good that Jesus is my Savior. Uh, um, I think I got a pretty good relationship with Him right now. Very good. Well, I imagine there's uh, another component, another layer of of your um, learning and your Christian walk, and that's probably the the, the fellowship of uh, of other people. It's not life isn't something you just live, you know, in a, by yourself, right? right? And you mentioned groups throughout the day. Uh, I think that's the way you worded it. Yes. And um, what 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 do you like about those those groups? Well, I like the interaction with uh, the teacher and the students and about what they teach about. You know, some, some of the groups are real good. Mm-hmm. Do you ever interact with anybody else that's in the group outside, other than the teacher? Um, yes, you can, yeah. Time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, Greg, uh, you know, the spiritual aspect, Kurt, we know is, is one of the main ingredients on the program, but there's other parts of this program too. I mean, obviously, why don't you kind of walk through your day of what time you wake up, and then what do you do uh, through the day? I know you have several programs, but there's other things that go on throughout the day. Yes, there's lots of things going on. Um, well, I wake up, and then I go over to the to the residence building. Mm-hmm. Client service center? Client service center. Yeah, I do my little work over there for like, like a half hour. Then I come over, back over to the building, and uh, we get a little devotion in the morning, like about 15 minutes, I think it is. And then we eat breakfast. Then we go back over, do some more work. And then at 8.30, we have a group, and that's till about 9.30. And then from... And that group is the Bible study, correct? Yeah, the Bible study group, mm-hmm. yeah. And then... After 9.30, then I go back over, finish my work up, and then there's a learning center. Mm-hmm. I got to go down to the learning center and and do resumes and, you know, do job stuff like that. And, uh, and then at 4 o'clock, there's another group that we learn about uh, manhood. And that's Lewis McClatt that teaches that, right? Yes. And then, then that's pretty much the whole day right there. Greg, did did you um, attend a class called Roots Roots of Faith? Ah, uh, yes, Roots of Faith. Yep. Okay, and that's held on other days than when manhood classes. Right. Right. Okay. 
And then, and then uh, you said that's pretty much the day, but I know better than that. You know? <laughs> okay. I know that you have more things to do. Yeah. Um, after your class is done, so I know you you go downstairs and eat. But then, what what do you do after that? Well, after we're done eating, um, uh, then we gotta go back over to the client service center, and then uh, you know, give all the guy, put all the guys to bed, you know, make sure they get showers, and then give them their clothes and stuff like that, pajamas that they have to wear. And then we do all that, put them to bed, make sure they're all right. And then we come back over. And then sometimes they have a movie night and we'll we'll watch a movie at night. And uh, and that's that's it. Pretty much get ready for bed by and By that time, yeah, yeah, by, by that time it's about 10 o'clock. Well, you know, Kurt and Greg, one of the parts of the program here is, uh, yeah, there's work therapy, there's the spiritual aspect as you go through the classes, there's counseling. One of the nice things, uh, Greg, uh, is, you know, you talked to Jesse when you first came over to, uh, you know, get on the program. But I do know uh, that they pretty much have an open door that if you have something bothering you, uh, you can knock on the door and kind of share things with that. Right, correct. And the other thing, too, is... um, you know, being homeless, sometimes, and I'm not saying this is your case, sometimes, uh, whether it's a, a man or a lady, uh, they like to isolate themselves uh, and because there's a safety net there. So when you're with the group, that helps us and the people coming on the program to start interacting with different personalities so we can learn how to adjust to those. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I think I was uh, kind of getting at for the um, group times is not just knowledge that you're taking in, but the fact that you're in uh, a setting with other people. Mm -hmm. And um, we really can't do the uh, walking by faith, I don't believe, without other people uh, to come alongside of us and for us to come alongside of, of other people. Right. Well, you know, Greg, it's been a long journey. I, I think of you being in Reading, PA, and now here you are in Akron, Ohio. Been in Ohio for one year. Right. You're at the Haven of Rest. You're probably a Penn State fan, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there I am. Go. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I, 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 I snipped that one out. That's, that's good. I'm sorry, Reverend. That's okay. Finish that thought there. Well, that's good to. It's good to. I didn't know you were a Penn State fan. That's good oh, yeah. to know that. And Flyers. Yeah. And the Flyers. And the and Flyers. Flyers. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we're you're five months into the program, uh, you know, obviously our listening audience uh, will pray for you. But is there anything, uh, Greg, that you would, you know, on your heart or on your mind that you would like prayer for on a daily basis um, to help the, so the Lord can maybe get you through? Yes, yes, I would like help. Uh, well, to pray for me for, uh, you know, just making the right choices while I'm in this program. All right. Well, um, and that's a that's a big that was a short answer but it's a big area because right. i know there's probably things churning all the time and yeah. you know, just in your story you know where you've come from where mm-hmm. you're where you're at now where you're going i mean it's just all uh that's a big area and uh and so i think of the verse of commit our way into the lord um and trust him and guide him to um you know now and in, in in the days ahead so 
Uh, one thing I, I know that our, our folks that listen to this broadcast will be praying mm-hmm. and have heard what you have said and will be praying for you. So right. uh, God bless you. I, I want to thank you for taking some time mm-hmm. out, uh, just sharing with everybody where you're at, uh, how you got to the Haven, and, um, and, and giving us an opportunity to know a little bit more about you so that we will pray for you. And uh, thanks right. for thanks for being here. Yep, thank you.